Hello, I'm Stephen Allen, and welcome to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. Welcome along to another podcast, and I've had a full day of uh, looking after my little son. So it's been brilliant, actually. Highlight was when we went down the park, and someone had left a sock there, and he was obsessed about why there was a sock in a park. It's a good question, to be fair. I mean, like, he's not even two, and he realises this ain't right. Someone's a weirdo around here. But then again, when you think about where where we live, it's an easy guess. But there's a weirdo around here. Um, more importantly, over 24 hours ago, I bumped into Carol Decker from Carol Decker, you know. And uh, it was nice. I got the chat. Here's the weird thing. The only reason I bring it up now. Well, I bring it up to mention in the future, hopefully, I'll manage to get her on the podcast. I just want to do the humble brag. There's not much humble about it. Um, she recognised me. Oh, no. She's like, oh, Stephen Allen. No, I presume she got the wrong person. Because why on earth would Carol Decker from Carol Decker know me? And turns out my reputation precedes me. And it wasn't for any of the bad things as well, which makes a change. So anyway, that's what happened. Um, Meanwhile, I prepared a show. I got it ready. We broadcast it. We turned it into a podcast. And it came out like this. (laughs) Topic-wise, on the show today, we'll be talking about the Prime Minister. I know. Um, we'll be talking about Emily Blunt because she's done a funny one. Uh, she doesn't think it's funny. Other people don't either. I'll have a laugh. There's a bed, bed bug update. 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 And Christmas is in the news already. Uh, uh, somehow we will push on and cope. Sport is meant to be good for you. Keeps you healthy and all that. I always knew there was some reason not to trust PE teachers. Well, actually, there's more than one reason not to trust PE teachers, but sporting injuries have caused Brits to lose 4.1 million teeth. Okay, Uh, because I thought it was going to say pounds, but it turns out it's teeth. Football and boxing were the activities that are most likely to lose you a nasher, followed by running. Uh Uh-oh, that's what I do. And rugby. I suppose it's more the falling than the running that causes the loss of teeth, but... uh, so they've done a survey, and it turns out that you are a lot of teeth. Apparently, 1.7 could have been saved if a mouth guard had been worn. I'm not wearing a mouth guard to go jogging, but all I'm saying is, if there are 4.1 million unused teeth out there, if we could collectively put them under pillows, the tooth fairy could help correct the problem with our GDP at the moment. We would the the budget. What's it called? The Office for Budgetary Responsibility would take a look at that and say, Steve, you're talking rubbish. But it is a better plan than Liz Truss had. So, you know, let's go with it. It's almost entertainment news, I suppose, that Emily Blunt, she's apologised. It says here, actress Emily Blunt has said sorry for describing a waitress as enormous. And I thought, that sounds rude. Honestly, I mean, she'll spit in your food. Turns out it wasn't at the, in the moment. That would have been terrible, wouldn't it? Kind of, oi, enormous, come and take my order. You, you're going to get messed up food. No, this is like years later. She described a waitress as enormous on a Jonathan Ross interview. And then another 12 or 11 years later, whatever it is, she's now apologised for it. Um, Which seems odd because her surname should have prepared us for that. You were literally being blunt. It's, you know, trace descriptions and all that. I do have a lot of sympathy for her, though, because from Emily Blunt's point of view, she's a Hollywood actress. She must be tiny. Everyone must seem enormous to her. If ever I bumped into her, she'd probably mistake me for a row of houses. And uh, in the news, there is a story. Is two stories about dogs, actually. Dogs and cats and all that. We'll put them together, why don't we? And there's this one. Dogs could soon be man's best friend forever after experts claim they have produced a drug to make them live longer. Is that what we really want? Oh, look, I know I'm sure you love your dog. 
But literally, we are a, a society that has to be told dogs aren't just for Christmas. They do live longer than that, and we're going to make it even longer? Good luck for the dogs. What are they going to do with those extra years? Certainly, I know what they're not going to do. Learn new tricks. Then also in the news, uh, people really do love dogs more than cats. Scientists found that they are uh, they also insure their dogs more. And I'm not sure if insuring someone's a sign of love. I mean, I insure my car, but it's certainly not a love-based relationship there. But it, yes, of course you love dogs more than you love cats. Because dogs will acknowledge that you're there. They're happy to see you. You can walk in and that, that cat does not care that you've arrived home. And if I wanted that, I'd get enough of that home already. So that's probably why I should buy myself a dog. Bed bug update. 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 Bed bugs. We're worried that they're coming over here. My column in the in various newspapers, but the Romford Recorder. Get a copy of that. You can read my thoughts on bed bugs. The update is that apparently there's a woman who claimed that she was left covered in bites when she stayed at a Premier Inn. There's won some compensation. And that's interesting, isn't it? Because if, if ever I've stayed at a Premier Inn and I've got myself some bites, it's probably a good story. Know what I'm saying? Oh, I can't pull off that kind of level of coolness, can I? It tried to sound, you know, forget it. Uh, but no, she was bitten by bed bugs, she claims. Vicky Hills is her name. She said she was left itchy and she had loads of these bites. Uh, the GP told her they were bed bug bites and gave her antibiotics. She's received compensation. And obviously I'm interested in this because I've lived through bed bugs. Do you know how much she received? 312. Oh, no, that's the end of it. 312 pounds. <laughs> she was probably expecting some payout like 10 grand or whatever would she instead she gets 300 put it this way they've given her enough money that she can afford to go back and rent another room at a premier inn and get more bites and to be fair if she sues for that one as well this could go on for a long while so you know i hope that she likes bed bugs Every so often we like to talk about the cost of living because, you know, why not depress ourselves? The cost of living crisis is apparently making bosses wary of arranging Christmas parties, works dues. And I read that and thought, oh, so there is an upside to the cost of living crisis. Pubs and restaurants are seeing a drop in festive bookings with many firms reluctant to pay the deposit. Um, works dues. Yeah, they're... Uh, I don't know why they happen. Because... Most workplaces, the reason you know the people you work with is because you work with them. That's not the definition of friends, is it? Friends are people you know and you don't work with them. And yet, for some reason, once a year we get together and just go, let's spend some time with these people that you can't stand for the rest of the year. Clearly, I'm bitter about works dues because as a stand-up comedian, we are heading towards that time of year when it is brutal. You'll get the offer of a gig and you think, oh, that's good money. I'll take that. And you get there and you realise it's not a works Christmas party. And no one wants you to be there. You don't want to be there. The audience doesn't want you to be there. The one person who's in, char in charge of organising says, we thought comedy would be different. Oh, right. And everyone else just wanted to go bowling or something, and they look at you with eyes that say, you're not bowling. I could be bowling right now. So instead, I always think this. Whenever you think, should we book a comedian for that? If it's not a comedy night, the answer is probably no. And I'm doing myself out of work, but I think for self-esteem reasons maybe i won't take any this year and um into the news there's a well there's a story about um brits are apparently ignorant how very dare you if i knew what that word meant i would be offended it says here brits are so ignorant about space 
which I find hard to believe if you listen to this show, that apparently they don't know uh, Venus from Uranus. Researchers discovered that 49 folks do not have a clue when it comes to the cosmos. Nearly two-thirds have no idea how many planets there are in the solar system. Quick question, and don't get me wrong, I love science, I love learning for learning's sake, but maybe lay off these people, because you know if you get confused about the order of the planets in our solar system, I nearly guarantee you it won't hold you back in life. We can't even go there. It's not like, you never guess what I did the other day, Terry. What's that, mate? I only went to the wrong flipping planet. Then I, you know, no one's going that way. You're better off knowing the North Circular than you are the planets. The only time it could impact you is in a pub quiz. And there's another story in the newspapers saying that most people cheat at those these days. So really, there's no point doing any of it, is there? Um, tea and coffee is officially good for you. A daily cupper apparently can keep you stronger in old age. Researchers say that drinking coffee and tea in middle age can lead to a reduced uh, likelihood of frailty in later life. Makes you live longer. Quick question then. Because in Japan they have a long life expectancy, they eat a lot of fish, right? We know that one. They do well in parts of the Mediterranean because of the Mediterranean diet, and by that they mean like oils and fish and salad. They don't mean the pizza. I learned that the hard way. Um, why don't we live longer then? Because we absolutely pound tea, don't we, as a, as a nation. I once borrowed an Italian phrase book from like one of my girlfriend's dads. We were, we were going on holiday to Italy and he said, hey, I have this phrase book. And the phrase book was from like the 1950s. And it told you the Italian for, I'm carrying three pounds of tea for my personal use. So you could bark that at the customs people. We have a lot of tea. Like, it's literally one of the main characters in EastEnders. So why aren't we live? If it makes you live longer, why aren't we already living longer? Well, I suppose the question is, if we stop drinking tea, barely last a week, wouldn't we? Right, podcast pretty much done. There was a story about Rishi Sunak, which I actually promised we'd talk about on the show, but apparently his mobile phone number's been... It's, there's been a security breach. It was on the internet. Same thing happened to, to Bruce... Bruce? Boris Johnson. And uh, no one, I'm sure that was important. Liz Truss, her number could have got out there and no one would believe it's actually connected. Um, Former gangsters and sex workers are having tattoos removed in a bid to turn their lives around, according to this piece of research, which means if you see someone who doesn't have a tattoo, you know what they've been up to. Which actually, now I think about it, my 19-month-old kid, no tattoos. (gasps) Shock ending to today's podcast, so we're pretty much done for today. Subscribe to wherever you found this, and we'll have a crack at doing it all over again tomorrow. So, yeah, subscribe. Oh, tweet as well. Uh, tweet to at Mr. Stephen Allen, X me, or whatever they call it. Stay in touch. It's quite nice when people do. And until next time. Thank you for listening to Stephen Allen Almost <clears throat> Daily. Daily.